When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter. We've got Luke Zalman from the Gazette here with us. And uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, guess what? I am not in Denver right now. Because this girl missed her flight out of Philly. Um, so uh, this is hilarious. But Luke, great to see you. Did you enjoy the postponement day yesterday at course? I, I thoroughly enjoyed my postponement day. It's It was like a day off of school. And so I just did absolutely nothing and watched the birds play football. So it was a great night. Go birds. Yeah, I was at that game, by the way, in case anyone hasn't. Um, uh, caught on yet I'm from Philly I'm an Eagles fan but got to meet a bunch of the PHLY crew out here that was super fun made it into the game saw win and then uh, I think a lot of people did what I did in that they were flying out after the game this morning and the airport was crazy missed my flight if you were following along on Twitter I was somehow very chill about missing my flight and I regret being chill because I am not in a very chill situation now like I do not love doing a remote show especially like before a game you know you know what I mean Luke yeah you know I think I think you had a lot of good things happen yesterday you got to meet the Philly people you got to watch you know Philly win and I guess this is just the other side of the coin for you it's the other side of the coin um you know what I like to say though I will live a long and happy life after this one hardship. Yeah, I think so. I think you have plenty of years left with us, Susie, and I think they will be very good years. <laughs> plenty of years left. Hey, we got a pretty good show. We're gonna keep it super chill, like me missing my flight. Uh, but we are gonna talk about this upcoming Giants series. We don't have anything to recap because there was no game yesterday. We, um, uh, we're gonna talk about everything happening at Coors Field this weekend because it's actually a busy weekend. And the question that I want to pose here in the pod, on the pod, is what's going to happen first? The Rocks reaching 100 losses or the Atlanta Braves reaching 100 wins? We put that question up on Twitter, by the way, and uh, I'm wondering, Tiff, can we pull up the results of that? Let's see. Oh, Tiff, now you have to you have to vote or else you're not going to be able to. Or is that a screenshot? I think it might be a screenshot. Um, uh, I can't. I'm, I'm literally on my phone. I can't even pull up the um, <laughs> results. So um, head to our Twitter. We've got a little poll going. I think it's still active, but I was like very curious to find out what people think will happen first. But Luke, what do you think? 
I well, so the difference what is is four games. I think the Braves have to win four, and the and the Rockies still have to lose eight. So I don't know. I think the Braves are going to get to a hundred wins first. Uh, part of me feels like the Rockies are. I don't know. It might just be I'm getting caught up in the two Cubs wins, but part of me feels like they're going to go on a little bit of a run. They seem like a team that is going to flip some of these one-run games, and they're going to win a couple games to close the year, I think. I, I think they're still going to lose 100, but I think they're going to win a couple games, and if they took two out of four or even three out of four against the Giants, I I don't think I'd be surprised personally. Yeah, I mean – Obviously, the Giants series we just saw in San Francisco did not go the Rockies' way, but I'm kind of with you there because the Rockies do this a bunch. The Rockies have done this before where they will Mm -hmm. go in and they will win these random games against teams that are, like, really in playoff contention, and... uh, they're they're the ultimate playoff disruptors and it gets people so annoyed because they're already eliminated but Mm -hmm. i personally me i root for chaos so in the poll results i pulled them up so the colorado to get to 100 losses right now is at 63 and a half percent and atlanta is at 36 and a half percent so people are uh people are not feeling very good about the Rockies' chances the rest of the year but you know what? I think you're right, though, because, I mean, when I put this poll out, I think um, it was a little more evenly matched. Mm-hmm. Each team still had, like, a similar number to get to this whatever mm-hmm. respective milestone. But uh, I'm surprised it's um, – I don't know. I'm with you in that I think the Braves will get to 100 wins first. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it's it's uh, this close. I kind of thought – I guess it's not really that close. Well, and I guess what's what what you also might have to factor in is the Braves just clinched a division in Philly the other day, which RIP, sorry, um, clinched a division in Philly the other day. So it also makes you think, well, are are certain guys going to get maybe a Tuesday off, and then the next guy will get a Wednesday off, and then, so maybe they they play it that way a little bit. I don't know. We'll have, we'll have to see if they're putting out the full lineup every day now. We'll have to see for sure. This is what we uh, talk about now at this point in the season. The Rocky is totally eliminated. By the way, Philly people were so annoyed about the Braves coming in and celebrating on mm-hmm. the turf out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the people were so annoyed about it. But at the same time, it's like, but if it was the other way around and it was like the Phillies winning the division yep. on the road, like you'd be mad if they weren't celebrating. So, I will say it, it. it is always a lot easier to say act like you've been there before when you are currently losing. It is a lot easier to say that than be the winning team and tell someone to act like they're, they've been there before. That is some really, like, that is some really good life advice, Luke. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot, it's was... a lot easier to talk smack when you're losing, hence why CSU is talking smack and CU is not. That's, that's just how it works. Mm, mm, we will talk yep. about this later on because uh, you are you're a CSU guy, right? I am a CSU guy. I am a CSU alum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is a big weekend uh, for you. Um, yeah, I guess. In so, so the way I look at it is, it's a can't lose weekend. CSU is supposed to lose and supposed to lose by multiple touchdowns. If they win, it might be one of the biggest wins in the country all year. So. You know, I, I don't know that they can lose, but I think they're going to lose. So you could stick stick in for that prediction later in the episode. Uh, that's actually so hilarious. Are you covering the Rockies game tomorrow slash the Rockies doubleheader? 
or are you covering football? I think the doubleheader is going to allow me. I think I'm going to go to the first game of the day, try to catch the Blake Street Bombers, and then I'll be going to Boulder to cover CSU-CU. So I'm part of a team that we got covering that one. So, you know, it's they're the biggest story in sports right now. So it's hard to it's hard to ignore it. Hard to compete. Hard to compete with that for sure. I hate that the game tomorrow overlaps with the Rockies game too. Mm. Well, and it has a it has an eight p.m. kickoff. I mean, it's just it's going to be an absolute madhouse. I mean, it's you're going to have kids who have been tailgating since the morning, and it'll be eight p.m. It is going to be it's going to be crazy in Boulder. I I can't even imagine what the atmosphere is going to be like. I wonder how that's going to affect Rocky's attendance this weekend. Cause like the Blake street bombers coming back to visit that's happening on Saturday. And now by the way, with mm-hmm. the double header that will happen. Luke has mentioned this. It's going to happen at the six ten game as originally mm-hmm. scheduled, but I wonder how that's going to affect attendance because I mean, who could have, who could have anticipated that CU would be this electric well, and not to mention that it's you got Bark in the Park for the first game, and then you have Blake Street Bombers for the second game. So those are kind of the two biggest audience draws. So may, maybe that's why they did it. Maybe they said, you know, we don't even care about the weather. We're going to load up our Saturday, and we're going to take everyone away from Boulder. That That's the Rockies' plan. Um, uh, bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work very well, but you know what? You got to try what you have to try. You got, you got to throw some things at the wall and see if they stick. Exactly. So wait, all those dogs that went to the park on Thursday, they get to come back on Saturday. I, I, I suppose so. I mean, I guess, I guess if you were, if you were super gung ho about that and your Saturday is also open, then I guess may, maybe they'll bring more dogs next time. Maybe they'll say, you know what? We brought this one dog did pretty well we're gonna bring our other dog as well so maybe we'll get more dogs now maybe i think you uh, it's i don't know if you can buy more tickets i mean may, you probably can buy more tickets too well but if, if, if think about it this way you and i are going to the game we have one dog maybe but then the next game we each bring a dog so maybe maybe they do it that way we'll have to see it's Hopefully the weather is good because if uh, if a stadium full of wet dogs, that just doesn't seem like a lot of fun for anybody. So, was it was it already raining at the park before they canceled it? Because I know that there I saw stuff on social media where there were dogs already at the park. Yeah, were there dogs already at the park? Maybe I didn't see that. Maybe I'm making that up. Uh, I I don't think that there were a ton in the park. I think Mm. that may outside the park a little bit, but yeah, it was it was starting to come down. Um, when they announced it, and then it it turned out to be a pretty good idea. It rained pretty hard for a pretty long time yesterday, so it it just makes sense. And you know, it's I guess now they have two doubleheaders in their final two weeks, so that's kind of fun. Yeah, super weird. I mean, this one was just a little oopsies, mm. but then the other one was just scheduled, and that is the one that like still drives me insane. The scheduled doubleheader, um, that Not last week of the season. We all have an, uh, both teams have an off day on Monday. Yeah. Why not just play a little baseball? I don't know. It's, you know, it's a free Monday, but I guess they would rather play twice in one day. So, you know what? More, more power to them. It is so weird. It is so, so weird. You know, it's not weird though. Football is back, baby. And uh, listen, nothing better than 
getting it on DraftKings. I have all of my notes on these like silly little notepads, by the way. Um, uh, it's so strange. Let's talk about, this is a buddy move. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook because football is back in full swing and we have another week of epic games and DraftKings has you covered for every single one of them. They're the official or an official sports betting partner of the NFL and new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. You absolutely can't miss out on all of this action. And the thing that I love about DraftKings, what they're doing this season, you know, there's always offers for new customers, but if you're already a loyal customer, they actually reward you too. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game so you're gonna get to bet like you just downloaded DraftKings but you probably already have it downloaded if you don't download the app use code DNBR to get that five dollar to get that two hundred dollars in bonus bets when you bet five dollars you get that instantly download right now download the app use code DNBR just like our company we will be at you with a pick of the week in just a second, because that's right, we got a Rockies uh, DraftKings pick of the week. But let's talk about my other favorite thing. I mean, I love football, I love betting on football, but I love having a beer when I do it. That's where Breck comes in. They have the Broncos Country Pale Ale. It is the beer of the month at the DNVR bar. We have been slinging them down during these games it's this is one of my favorite seasons but if you can't make it to the bar they do have a watch party for the broncos this weekend at the farmhouse in littleton it's still so i mean it's kind of nice out i think it, is it gonna be a nice weekend it's a beautiful it, place if the weather is a weekend yeah it's a they have a beautiful beautiful lawn um uh, such a great vibe it's just a gorgeous spot, but I love, yeah, love the farmhouse in Littleton. They'll have a watch party going on. Can't miss it. Can't miss it. Let's talk about a DraftKings pick of the week. I am, we're talking about tonight's game here. I am going on the under for total runs, uh, 10 and a half minus one Oh five odds. Uh, listen, it's Logan Webb versus Chase Anderson. I kind of feel like both of these guys could keep each respective lineup kind of quiet. Plus it's cold out. We're not getting the ball flying like it was at the end of August, uh, like we have just seen. But yeah, it's cold out. I don't think the ball's really gonna move like crazy. Um, I think these pitchers keep everything quiet. I'm taking the under. How does that sound, Luke? It's it's a bold move to take an under at Coors Field, but I have noticed there's been some balls hit lately in some of these games when the weather's dropped, and I think, oh, that's gone, and I start to write it down. I look up, and it's caught before the warning track. So the weather does make a difference. I agree with you. Yeah, we got the weirdest air up here. <laughs> Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. Um, uh, all right, Luke, which Blake Street Bomber are you most excited to interact with? Hopefully you do get to interact with them. Hopefully the timing works out for you. So, yeah, that's that's my hope. I think I'll still get to see him. But, I mean, my favorite, and we're a little spoiled because we get to see him a lot, but my favorite's probably still always going to be seeing Benny Castilla. I mean, he's just – he brings a light to the building. He's very positive. He's very fun. So – I'll always take any opportunity I can to talk with Vinny and see Vinny. 
Oh my gosh. I'm convinced Vinny thinks I'm insane because like, I'll like come up to him and say hi, but like, I like, I'm just always, uh, I don't know. I'm a weirdo. That's like what it comes down to. I'm so weird. You, you're high energy. You're very high energy. And a lot of people, you know, we have our dips and valleys. A lot of people, you just, you're all up. It's up for you. You're at the top of the mountain with energy every day. You know what? I, I certainly try. Oh, am I still here? Can you guys still see me? I can. <laughs> okay, great. I was just like, I never do these shows on my phone like this. So annoying. Uh, I, I'm just going to keep complaining about it for the rest of the show. So just settle in, everyone. Settle in. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, what else do we need to get into? What else do we need to get into? Let's talk about some Rockies news. I feel like uh, we're kind of quiet with Rockies news in general today. But mm -hmm. Ryan McMahon, we know that he and his wife just um, announced they are expecting a baby. They posted the gender reveal on social media earlier this week. And I love how cute they are, first of all, that they did, you know, classic cupcakes. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Filled with pink frosting. They are having a girl. Ryan Mac's going to be a girl dad. I think that's a great development. I, I'm excited for them. I as soon as as soon as you showed the picture and I saw the pink, I thought Ryan McMahon will be the perfect girl dad. Yeah, he will be a very good girl dad. Yes, and uh, Austin Wins is expecting a girl too. Some more girl dad. See, I I'm always a, we always get to see the little Minleys. We get to see Daniel Bard's little boy, but I I I think there's something real special about girl dads. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. I mean my. I am the daughter of a girl dad. <laughs> you can speak from experience. I cannot, but I'll let you know one day whenever I get to experience that. It's so funny. Like, I remember, so like my dad, like he is, a, you've never met my dad. A bunch of people at work have met my dad. Mm. Mom Marquez has met my dad. Um, of course. Why wouldn't he have? Why wouldn't he have? But my dad, like he is like, he's like a guy's guy. Like he is super athletic, really active. And like, I just remember people always being like, oh, it's such a shame that like your dad didn't have any sons. Like, cause we're just three girls. But um, I'm like, I don't know. Like we're still, we're still fun. <laughs> he, he has a daughter that covers a major league baseball team and does baseball podcasts. So that's, that's pretty cool. I'd say. I think, like, honestly, I'm such a bro that, like, he kind of does have a son in a way. But now, you know what? He has a grandson now, and he is loving it. He's going to love it. <laughs> exactly. He got to skip a generation, but now now he'll really get to soak up the grant. And gr being a grandpa is perfect because you get to sugar him up, you get to do all these fun things, and then you get to drop him off back at home. So it's even better now. Oh, my gosh. My sister would actually kill my dad because he would do that. Oh, my gosh. My dad would actually do that with, like, our family dog because, like, he, the family dog lived with my sister. He would pick mm. up the dog. The dog's name was Maverick. He'd pick up the dog, take the dog to get, like, burgers. So weird. Of course. Of course, as you do with a dog. But it would make the dog sick. So, like, it was just, like, <laughs> but he's he insane. He's insane. Oh, Why? He... What? He didn't have to deal with it. He would drop the dog off, then the dog's sick. He just got the happiness of the dog eating the burgers. So he got the best of both worlds. I know. Just like absolutely insane. This whole show is insane right now. Let's talk about, um, uh, what were your thoughts on the Cubs series? I know Patrick broke down the Cubs series on Wednesday, but 
Um, I was super excited. The Rockies got the win there. The I, win. I thought it. Yeah, and I thought it was cool that it seemed like some of the guys that had been struggling a little bit got a little bit of an opportunity to shine a little bit. And obviously, Chris Bryant's kind of front and center with that playing against the Cubs. But I thought it was I thought it was cool that Tyler Kinley was able to come in and kind of you know, refine his rhythm. Justin Lawrence had, you know, a couple good little spots. So I thought it's, I think it's always good when guys get to rebound that way. So I thought, I thought that was the story for me is just guys getting an opportunity to, to make good on some, some lackluster outings or, you know, lackluster months due to injury. So that was pretty cool to get to see, I think. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we'll probably get into this in a little bit with our kind love highs and lows of the week. But Chris mm-hmm. Bryant, home runs off the Cubs, loved that so much. Um, uh, let's real fast get into some other baseball headlines. Um, uh, Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright's going on tour after <laughs> um, – is he going on tour? Right, Adam Wainwright, though, for his last appearance playing at home for the St. Louis Cardinals – he will perform a concert with his original music after the game. Very nice. Like that's so that's so fun. That is so fun to me that he is um, gonna show off. His, well, I said it's like giving Disney star. We're like, oh, if you like acted on a Disney Channel show, guess what? You get to like perform songs also. Um, so exactly. I kind of feel like this is what this feels like to me. It's like ah, you. You pitched for us for so long. You want to sing at the park? Go ahead, sing at the park. Exactly. And if if there's some way they can line up, because he just got his 199th win, I believe, if they can somehow line it up to where he gets his 200th win and plays a concert in the same weekend, that's a pretty fun St. Louis weekend, I'd say. That is. I just did not have a... Adam Wainwright performing original country songs on my 2023 bingo card, but this year has been full of surprises. Oh yeah. It's, and you know, and he hasn't had maybe the year he wanted, but now he's going to get to stack all the fun stuff at the end and go out with a bang. So I'm all for it. Yeah, no, it's hysterical. It's hilarious. Um, I hope his music is good. <laughs> yeah, it's, I so you would think that the music would have to be at least pretty decent if they're letting him, but also, given what he's done for the Cardinals, are you really going to look Adam Wainwright in the eye and say, you know what, we only really allow kind of eight out of tens on the music scale, and you're settling in at about a six, so we're not going to be able to pull the trigger on this one. I I I just don't think you could do that with Adam Wainwright. I don't think you're allowed to. Or on the flip side, they probably love and respect him so much that if his music was really bad, they would be like, dude, you you can't embarrass yourself like this. That's true. See, that's you got to be able to see both sides of it. And so maybe maybe we'll get an in their own words type memoir about, you know, five years from now of here's what my final weekend at Bush was like. And he'll write about it. Maybe. Who knows? You know what? I love it. Is he writing a book now too? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, maybe he's an author as well. He'll well, he'll have to go on tour, obviously, after his first opening concert at Bush. So he'll go on tour, and then he'll get done with the tour, and then he'll talk about his life in baseball and music. It's it's all lining up for Adam Wainwright. Good old Uncle Charlie. Oh my God! Also, okay, this is like something that bothers me. 
<laughs> this is like a little unrelated. Um, uh, what is what is the word that you said? A tour? A tour? A tour? A, a tour? A tour? I say tour. Like like T O R E is how I say tour. I guess tour. I don't know because that's not what I heard you say. Yeah, I no, I say it wrong. I definitely say it wrong. It's among the many words that I say wrong. Which, as someone who gets paid for English, that's not ideal. But you know, I don't have to say the words. I just have to write them. It, well, exactly. No, I wasn't trying to like call you out because I feel like people in Colorado say like tour and pewers. Of yeah, the well, the 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 biggest one I always notice is tees. Colorado people do not say tees, whether it's mountain, Susie yeah. Hunter. It's oh, H-U-N-N-E-R. There's no T in there. You're Susie Hunter. <laughs> um, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, you know what else is good stuff? My my Shady Rays. I had my Shady Rays at the Eagles tailgate yesterday, and it's a miracle I didn't drop or break them. But if I had, if I had dropped or broken them, they would have taken care of me because they have the most insane protection in all of eyewear. You can break them or lose them, and they will replace them absolutely for free. No questions asked. Um, I've definitely taken advantage of that offer when I've lost my sunglasses. That's my move. But they have an incredible selection. They have such great frames, sporty ones, frames that are just all about the aesthetic. Oh, they've got it all going. You can check out their selection at ShadyRays.com, or you can head to the Park Meadows Mall see them in person, to try them on in person. I always love being able to have the option, but they've got the best deal for us. You guys know all about it. You're going to use code DMVR. That's going to get you 50% off two or more pairs of polarized shades. It's basically a buy one, get one, but Shady Rays are favorite frames. Uh, try for yourself. The frames rated five stars by more than 250,000 people. Uh, and let's talk about our friends at Kind Love. Let's turbo. Let's get this joint into turbo right now with our highs and lows of the week. Brought to you by Kind Love, um, our favorite local dispensary. But we, I did ask Luke earlier. I'm like, okay, I need you to think of your favorite moment of the week, your least favorite moment of the week. Um, I will start us off with the highs. I mentioned this a little earlier. Chris Bryant homers in back-to-back -back games against his former team. That was my kind love high of the week. I loved seeing him show up against his former team. Love seeing him back off the IL. Love seeing him back off the IL and producing in a way that makes us happy. I'm sure he is very happy. That's my kind love high of the week. Well, and so we had the same one. I love that he got so happy. I loved it. He looked like a different person. And I don't know if it's just being able to play again or what, but he looked really happy. But since you had that, I'm going to flip and I'll go Tyler Kinley and Justin Lawrence coming back. I think the emotion that they showed kind of after they, in their words, let the team down, I would argue they've picked the team up quite a few times this year. Just like, just like when Nolan Jones was kind of hard on himself, said he lost the game, but you saved a run in the same. I think they're just hard on themselves and it was nice to see them rebound a little bit. You know what? I love that. And I never, um, uh, I don't want to tell guys to not be hard on themselves. Like not that they listen to me or that mm -hmm. we like give them advice. Like exactly. if I were to, <laughs> like at the same time, it's like, you know, we see these guys and they're so hard on themselves. 
Um, uh, and part of me wants to be like, oh, you don't have to. At the same time, I'm like, oh, well, it's working. So keep being hard on yourself, dude. Exactly. Nolan Jones is maybe one of the hardest players I've ever seen on himself. And it's producing maybe their best player on their team. So, you know, if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. If that's what it takes. Balance is everything, though. I hope everyone's taking care of their mental health. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Make sure to not be too hard on yourself. Yes, I should have started with the lows of the week, but my low of the week was definitely leaving San Francisco in the state that the team was in. Um, you hate to you hate to lose series like that. Mm-hmm. So that was my low my, of the week. My kind of my low, low of the week. My low was, and this was to be expected. It's not like it's an unexpected low, but. I think there is something very low about when a let's go Cubbies chant consumes your entire stadium and your players in the ninth while trying to close out a game, you being the Rockies, are having to play under basically an away crowd. That just that's always going to grind at me a little bit because I've always loved the home field advantage, the, you know, bottom of the ninth, the crowd is going for you. Top of the ninth, they're waiting for you to, to nail down a save. So. That was an expected low, but that was my low. That was that's a good low. That's a really good low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you it's you know, one. it's they're they're louder than Dodgers fans. I I would argue for my money, Cubs fans might be the loudest opposing fans. They were they were in full full force. They were very loud. They were so loud. Like I went to one of those games as a spectator. I was, we, uh, the seats like me and my friend Steph had, we ended up like relocating because there were just so many Cubs fans. I mean, they were everywhere. We saw them everywhere we sat, but there were these kids sitting behind us who were just like aggressive Cubs fans. I'm like, okay, calm down. I guess they're raising them real young. They're teaching them to chirp real young. So you know what? By the time they're in their thirties and forties, they're going to have a very refined trash talk game. I literally have no room to talk. Like, I'm from Philly. Like, we're yeah. the worst. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I noticed there was I noticed there was some booing that went on at the home opener, which was very surprising to get boos at a home opener. But you know what? When the offense doesn't perform, Philly doesn't wait. No, no, no. Um, uh, Philly is not letting anything slide. Although, um, oh my gosh, I met... Uh, you know the, the Trey Turner story where they started you know, giving him standing ovations instead mm-hmm. of booing him. And then he has to- totally turned his season around. That's the thing that yep. has really happened in Philly. I met the dude who started that movement. He was at one of the tailgates that I was at yesterday. That's better than meeting Trey Turner himself, if we're being honest. That's pretty crazy. It's pretty wild. Um, Oh, my gosh. It, I was – because he has, like, a – he's his name is – he goes by the Philly captain. He's, like, this sports okay. personality out here. And he will, like, heckle the heck out of anyone. So him flipping and doing standing ovations, I'm like, okay. So with that, I'm I'm talking about this for a reason. If that little thing can turn a dude's season around, like, just receiving that kind of positive energy, this is exactly – that's home field advantage on crack. Exactly. I've I've always believed, and I think players will attest to it, too, that Home field advantage, home court advantage, home ice advantage, whatever sport you're talking about, it all matters. I really think it matters. It it truly does. It truly does. Um, all right. Thanks for joining us for our kind love highs and lows of the week.
Good job, Luke. You picked some great ones and you um uh, you shifted very quickly. Yeah, you know what? They call that ad libbing and I, I guess I I guess I did my thing. I tried my best. <laughs> you did a great job. <laughs> um all right. What time is it right now? Because I don't want to one forty eight. Okay, all right. I think we're making okay time. Um uh, we'll real fast talk about our friends at Vegas and Shanker and uh we'll preview the remainder the remainder the entirety of this giant series uh but when you get hurt Vegas and Shanker is here to help it is totally free until they win money in your case they've done it a lot too to the tune of a billion dollars for families here in Colorado and the best thing is it you're not paying a dime at all until they win money for you. So you can call them up. You can consult with them. If you've been injured and it wasn't your fault, they will consult you. They'll let you know if you have a case and uh, hopefully you walk away with, with, you know, a good chunk of money, but yeah, they've got more than a hundred staff. They've got 30 lawyers and they can help with all kinds of injuries where you weren't at fault. So give them a call at two, 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 all twos. All Tulos, um, find out if you have a case for free because Vegas and Shanker wins. All right, let's get into the rest of this. Um, why do I keep saying the rest of? Because I really thought that I was missing a game yesterday when I was yeah. out in Philly. It turns out I'm still missing a game. I hate that I'm back in town in time. Uh, but we got Logan Webb on the mound up against Chase Anderson. Luke, how are you feeling about Chase Anderson now that he is off the IL and uh, once again a member of this rotation? I I would say I'm a little confused in many ways mm. about Chase because control I don't think has really been a big issue for him as far as walks go, and ever since you know the shoulder inflammation, he goes on the he goes on the IL, comes back, struggled with command a little bit when he was in Albuquerque for rehab. And then struggled a little bit when he came back and, you know, came back and actually pitched for the Rockies. So I, I'd say I'm a little confused. I think if he can, you know, kind of curtail that a little bit, I really feel like he could have a really good start. But if if he has control problems, that's always what bites the Rockies because extra mm -hmm. base runners at Coors Field, that, that's not a, not a good combination. Not a good combination. I mean, we've seen great moments of Chase Anderson. We've seen rough moments for him, too. Uh, so it's like, which Chase Anderson do we get today? Exactly. And maybe that is what makes it a little bit fun. I don't know. If if that's yeah. if that's your thing, maybe that makes it fun. <laughs> um, Luke, do you know if we know who is pitching which part of the doubleheader tomorrow? I do not know yet. And that will be very interesting. I know they had, obviously, Peter Lambert was slated to throw Friday, Kyle Freeland so, on Saturday. So my assumption would be they'll just move it back. Lambert will go game one. Freeland goes game two. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, you never know. They could flip those, have Freeland be able to go and then not have to sit through the break, um, obviously, between the two games, which isn't a big deal. But, you know, it's – I think they will they may even let the pitchers decide that one. So it, it mm -hmm. wouldn't be surprising to me if there's a meeting, but we'll find out soon enough when we talk to the Buddy Black. The Bud Black. I – uh, yeah, usually this is around the time where we, you know, start to get lineups. Maybe we get game notes. We don't have that yet. We'll have it soon. Um, uh, 
All right, who do we have pitching? Do you have that readily up on your screen? Who do we have who for do we have? Sunday? Sunday's Sunday a Chris is Lexen. Chris Lexen. Yep. Do we know who is pitching for the Giants? <laughs> well, the problem with the game notes that did come out at the beginning of the week was it had four starters for Colorado. And I have never watched TBA or TBD pitch, but TBA was slated to pitch all four games of the Giants series. So, wow. Pretty rough. Pretty rough. TBA. Um, uh, wow. What a mysterious pitcher. Just pick a pitcher. Just pick up any guy. Exactly. We had a discussion about it the other day. I thought, so you really don't know who's pitching, but they do know who's pitching. And it is left-hander Sean Manaya will be going on Sunday against right-hander Chris Flexen. Oh, how are we feeling about Chris Flexen these days? You know what? I I think he's starting to settle in. In his last four home starts, he's got a 4.7 ERA, which... I know people here a four, you know, with an ERA, but you need to adjust your expectations a little bit with cores. The seasons mm-hmm. of Kyle Freeland having a two eight five, there's a reason those never happen. It is just way too difficult. So Chris Flexen, if he can be a a four seven ERA pitcher for the Rockies, that is that is above and beyond what they need from him. So I yes. felt pretty good about his recent starts. I was going to say his most recent start was really good. It was mm-hmm. really good. I remember like I went up to Jake Bird. I was like, oh, Jake Bird, like you got the win. He was like, but Chris Flexen should have gotten it. I was like, my dude, my dude. Look at that. Look at, that's a teammate right there. That is a mm-hmm. teammate. Yeah. When you go, when you go five and a third and you allow three earned runs, strike out five. I don't see, I, I think the Rockies with this lineup that's budding, they're going to win a lot more of those games than they're going to lose in the future if they can get guys doing that. So I think it's a good start. Yes, and uh, yeah, an ERA in the fours is really not bad for Coors Field. No, really no. Not. Well, and especially, especially if you think about the way their lineup is set up, you could argue Chris Flexen is their four starter, maybe their five. If you're getting a four seven ERA from your five starter, almost no matter what what team you are, you feel pretty good about that. I feel pretty good about it too. I feel pretty pretty good about. This upcoming Giants series, how do you think this all plays out, this four-game set out here, including so, a doubleheader? I think I think what's going to happen, I think that they are going to lose tonight, unfortunately, and I think they're going to sweep the doubleheader tomorrow. I believe, I believe there's a certain power, and I said it the day Todd Helton came in, there's a certain power to legends being in the building, and you do not – those guys do not want to disappoint legends – and they 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 won when Todd Helton was in town. They I believe won when all the pitchers came into town. Abaldo, Jason Jennings. I think there is something to play in front of those guys. You don't want to disappoint them, especially when one of them's in the clubhouse every day with you, like Vinny Castilla. I don't think they're going to want to disappoint those guys. So I think it'll be a split, and they're going to sweep the doubleheader. That's my prediction. Oh, that is an interesting prediction. I could definitely see them winning that Saturday night game. Um, oh, mm. you know what, uh, Tiff, can you bring Nathan's uh, comment back up? Because I want to read that. Blake Street Bombers going to be in awe of the Blake Street Bazookas, Jones That's and Doyle. I nickname. love that. I That's love a fun... that. Well, and think about it. Once they have Yankeel Fernandez up, who has a pretty comparable arm to both of those guys, they may have three of the best arms in any outfield across the league. Blake Street Bazookas could be pretty fun. I love that. Nathan, shout out to you. We will be using this. Um uh, 
this is fun. Yeah, I definitely, I don't think it's going to be a matter when I think they're going to win Saturday night. I don't think it's going to be a matter of like, oh, we got to like show off for like the Blake Street mm. Bombers. I think that these guys are going to be inspired. Oh, there they're you just go. Gonna a be little inspired. inspiration. Yeah, yes. well, they're they're gonna get bark in the park in the morning, like I said. I think that mm-hmm. I think that's always a fun atmosphere, and then you go into kind of the showdown at night with a drone show scheduled after. So it should be a good crowd. Have you ever seen a drone show? This is like I the new met- alternative to fireworks. It's like more sustainable, and also like yeah. won't catch the whole state on fire. Burn cause- neighborhoods down, stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. I. I have never seen one. I was really looking forward to the last one that was scheduled, I believe, during the White Sox series that got rained out. Um, That was going to be my first experience, and then it got canceled. So I didn't get to see a drone show at all. Oh, my gosh. I um, Where was I for that White Sox series? Why wasn't I there? Luke, keep track of my schedule. (laughs) I, I will be sure from now on, I will write it in Sharpie up and down my arm where you are on each given day. And I'll just be able to check it. I'll say, okay, on August 29th, Susie was in blank. I was definitely I don't know where you somewhere. were August 29th. You were so, you're still here, so you had to have been somewhere that day. Can't argue with that logic. Cannot argue with that logic. Uh, I've never seen a drone show either, so I'm really excited. I've seen, like, videos of them. And, like, they definitely it seems- do cool stuff. Yeah, so the th- the thing I always wondered with drone shows is where does the volume come from? Because obviously with fireworks, you have the big bangs, the the weird little... But what I noticed with drone shows is they mm. pump up the speakers and they play music during the drone shows. So that kind of replaces the big bangs and boom. So in my mind, it could be cooler if they do it right. I genuinely believe it could be cooler. That's why I want to see one for myself. I was going to say, you know, the dogs would like that a lot more without the big loud bass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a shame they're not invited. <laughs> yeah, they, they get to come to the morning party, but it's adults only for the afternoon party. No, no. I, I believe they're also not allowing children. That's what I heard. So it's going to be adults only. <laughs> uh, for legal purposes, we are joking. You can bring your family out to Force Field. <laughs> To see the Blake Street Bombers on Saturday night, you can bring your fur babies on Saturday morning. Morning. It's at it's a 12-10 game. Uh, but yeah, we got 6.40 tonight. 12-10 and 6-10 on Saturday. Yep. 1-10 on Sunday. All the normal times. But uh, I'm super stoked about this, uh, this homestand coming up here at Coors Field. We don't have a lot left. But we will be live tweeting all the action at DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter. That's where you can find us. Uh, Luke, where can we follow you? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Luke Zalman with two N's, Susie, two N's at the end of that. Mm-hmm. Or you can find me at the Denver Gazette where all of my life's work is housed. <laughs> uh, Luke Zalman, two N's, two ears now. Congratulations on getting your eardrum back. I would, I would argue I'm at about one and a half. This is actually the first time I've put a headphone in it since. So we're going to find out if I'm headphone proof now. So we're at one and a half years and getting better as we, as we speak. Love that. Got nothing else to add to that. You can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And Luke, you know what we like to say here about closing out a podcast? There's no good way to do it.
There is absolutely no good way to do it, but I will talk to you guys soon. Hopefully I'm back in Denver tonight. Hopefully I'm getting on a flight. But guys, I will be back in studio post-game Sunday. We're going to break down the series. Until then, talk to you later.